harmony, acting with definiteness of purpose to become the dominating influence in your own mental, spiritual, and physical environment. You taking the lead and you taking care that what is happening in your life is according to your highest and most divine plan. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the What The Passion podcast. If you are listening to this podcast right now, it means that you're excited in learning and creating real change. When we started off, our mission was to bring passion back into people's hearts and tell the stories that should be heard. Our commitment to you is to help you find what you're really passionate about so you can live a happier and more fulfilled life among 100% of your true potential. With this being said, guys, let the story begin. Let's go. First off, you know, new month, new us, new start, new beginning. Um, really, really excited to kick this month off. Or actually, while we're no, let's let's start again because we're probably gonna drop this like mid of month, mid of the month. Yeah. We can also yeah. And we are live. Hey, and welcome back, everyone, to a brand new episode of you know who your favorite nice guys from the block. Welcome to the What the Passion podcast. We're here in a brand new month, month of April, and I'm out here with my good boy and co-host Felix. Hello, how are you doing, my man? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hello, everybody. Uh, I hope you all have a, having a phenomenal day. Um, this is going to be a special episode, like every episode, because today's guest we have Elon Musk with us. This is what I would say if we would drop this on first of April, <laughs> but we're recording it on first. Sneaky, no. sneaky, and nice. I'm feeling good, bro. I'm super happy. Recording is something that I really love. Uh, it's been a very, very successful week in the markets it's been some days also a bloody days in the markets if you're on the bitcoin trading side <laughs> um so we've been in red numbers and uh, i hope you bought the dip i hope you're creating that cash flow that allows you to always get into these dips when the markets are dipping and um yeah the sun is out out here in luxembourg originally wanted to go back to somewhere in the sun <laughs> but now i'm like yo luxembourg is getting me that sun too where are you well, right now tim Where are you right now? Are you in Luxembourg? <laughs> I just wanted to say, first of all, here was your little insight from uh, the trading side of uh, Mr. Felix Winkelmann. It's always really cool to get your input over there. Uh, and on the other side, probably when we are listening to this episode ourselves, it because since we're in the since we're in the month of April and in Germany, we have a saying that April he does what he wants, weather-wise, you know. So probably when we're listening to this, we have went through a phase of 25 degrees in sunshine. We probably went through a phase of snow and rain, and we know we're heading towards <laughs> the end of the month. So um, me, myself, as we're recording at the beginning of the month, I'm right now in Strasbourg, um, staying at my girlfriend's place over here, enjoying the city life. You know, when you're coming from the countryside and you're getting to a city, it's always quite interesting, quite nice. You know, if somebody's living in the city his entire life, you know, he gets to appreciate the countryside. So for me, it's just, you know, enjoying... Yeah. Enjoying my, my my presence here in this beautiful city, actually, very beautiful city, um, for a couple of days, but heading home back to the beautiful beige town, um, <laughs> for all of you who know that know. No, but I'm, I'm really, really excited, bro. We we had some crazy interviews in the last couple of weeks, don't you think? Like, I think yes. we really have some really, really good topics that we can talk about now on as well, especially after our last episode and interview with our good friend, Matt. I think we really kicked that one. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Um, 
And so far, for all of you listeners out there, you know, for everyone that has been joining the train for quite quite a while now already, we're episode number 36, 37, if I'm not mistaken, Felix. Um, let us know, let us know and shout and send us a message on Instagram or uh, leave us a comment in the um, podcasting sections, which episode so far you like the most. We'd be very interested to make better and cooler content in the future. But Felix. Yep. Felix, Felix, Felix. Topic Tim, 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 Tim. Topic of today, when before we got on this call, we had a little chat and we thought, hmm, okay, what can we what can we talk about in this discussion, in this voice-only episode that we're doing since we didn't have one for quite a while? And I was thinking, let's make it a combination of some cool things that we have been talking about in the past, um, such as definiteness of purpose, such as leadership, leadership such as um, taking responsibility of your life, plus in addition, I just finished reading a really incredible book since I think I mentioned it already in one of the episodes that... This year is dedicated to Napoleon Hill. I've been reading all of his books. I just wanted to say that. Yeah, <laughs> it's the second book you read books. this year of him. It's the third book, actually, that, I, that I've read this year of him. Oh. Yeah, I've read Thinking We're Rich, the original manuscript, then The Law of Success, and now I just finished reading Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. Don't ask me why, but every single time I'm reading his books, it just inspires me. It opens new doors, even though I've read those books like 20 zillion times already. Um, I would say you, you took it in the right, in the right order. Like yes. the first two books kind of prepare you for having a bulletproof mindset already until you dive into the outlet in the devil and you get to understand, oh damn, mm -hmm, this is mm -hmm. how the world works. Yes. And for this reason, since I actually finished reading the book today and I'm really inspired, I'm really inspired by the book in general because it's such an interesting, I'm going to give some backstory in a second. Um, yeah, man, I, I, would I would love to kick the conversation a little bit around all of that, man. Or is there yeah, because because it's also yeah. a, is, is also abundant April. We had leadership leadership month March. True. We're now in, in in abundant April, and um, understanding Le what Tim is about to share with you is leading you into a mode of abundance. Mm -hmm. Honestly, abundance is something that I have been personally meditating on for quite a while. Like whenever I do my morning meditations now for like a couple of weeks already on a, on a go, I always manifest abundance. I don't know why people say abundance is a state of mind. It's not really something that you can attain. It's something that you already have inside of you. And it's just a state of mind that you got to tune into. But whenever you felt to the listener right now, whenever you felt in a state of abundance, abundance of happiness, abundance of inflow of good, good deeds, good things happening in your life, an abundance of money maybe coming your way through unexpected opportunities, I think it's a really beautiful state to tune into and to get back to all of the time. Um, so I, I would definitely say that April is Abundance April, and that's why we have a really cool bunch of episodes and on topics mm -hmm. coming up for you guys. But to give you a little recap of the book that I've been currently reading, and I don't know why I want to bring, I guess this is the cool thing about having a podcast. You can just share whatever you, inspires you, and maybe it inspires other people. So the book that I just finished reading, Outwitting the Devil, is actually a quite interesting manuscript. Uh, Napoleon Hill, to make it short, Napoleon Hill sits down with an interview with the devil that it kind of... Uh, welcomes him in a dream of or in a, one of his meditation, deeper med meditation sessions. And he sits down with the devil and does an interview with him. He asks him the most essential questions about why is, why is he on this planet? What is he doing with the people? Why does he keep them trapped? How does he keep them trapped? And the entire book is written in a kind of dialogue between Napoleon Hill asking the questions and the devil responding. Um, and what it breaks down to, Felix, you mentioned it already before quite well. Do you want to continue? Do you want to pick it up from here? What you, mm -hmm. what you said, yeah, the, this the three, is pretty the much three what I took causes. from the book. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. There are three main causes, um, or also three ways that um, the devil, however you wanna, you wanna um, symbolize him and picture him, whatever in, in whatever forms he is there. But there are three cause, three causes, and three things that he controls, which is first of all media, second of all nutrition, food. So many people mm -hmm. should go to McDonald's, just as a hint. They, he wants it like that, make him all them <laughs> like not sin anymore but more unhealthy and the third thing which is pretty much surprising mm -hmm. for some people um is porn so controlling mm -hmm. what goes into the bodies controlling what goes into the mind and controlling their spirit and how the life energy within and like porn is something super bad and he also has his hands on this mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is that what big, you meant big topic 100%. This, this is the three main ways of how the devil in the book as well says how he leads or how he controls the, the, the biggest population. Now it makes more sense why... Now it also makes more sense that, that 80% of the internet is porn. Mm -hmm. And porn is for free. I mean, we, 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 I mean, boy, we had already a long conversation with our good friend Jonathan White about it a couple of months back. And I right. think it, it really shed a lot of light on what porn is doing. But I don't, I don't really want to put that as like the main topic of today because we already had like an hour mm -hmm. and a half with Jonathan. But what, what I find really interesting out of those three ways that the devil controls, first of all, he says in the book, and again, everything that we're saying comes out of a book and we're just having our interpretation of the essence out of that book. So don't get us wrong on that. Um, what he's saying is that the devil is controlling already children because they're the easiest to control because they're they in their first years of life, I would say, until until they're 24 years old, 25 years old, their character and the identity is being shaped by the opinions and perceptions of your parents, your teachers, religious leaders, friends, families, everyone around us. So if you would like to be hooked on a very hard drug called life and an unpleasant life, the best way to get you hooked as a child is to hook your parents before so they automatically hook you. So you don't need to do anything. I know this is this sounds really Easy tough. as that. This sounds really tough the way that I say it, but he just talks about the programming in general, how we are being raised. And one of the biggest, biggest issues that's because he defines the people that are being controlled and the people that are not being controlled, around 95% of the entire world are controlled. 5% are not controlled. Those that are controlled, he calls them drifters. Drifters, he, pre he precises even more. He says, drifters are people that are, don't think independently and have no definiteness of purpose. So someone does, that does not think in the, in, independently, that has not an opinion of his own, and someone that has no definite of purpose, definiteness of purpose for what he's doing in life, he's a drifter. Because he would, if you don't, yeah, if you don't die for something, you'll fall for anything. Isn't isn't that isn't that how you say it? Like if if you if you don't commit yourself to That's one great. thing fully, you will fall for anything. And this is pretty much the the typical drifter. The non-drifters, the five percent, are the and ones. And you you start to drift off. Exactly. You're literally a drifter. You're drifting through life from left to right, left to right. They're probably the ones, the 5% are the ones who can commit to something and stick to it to build habits and then also stick to those habits. Because what I consider with drifters most, and it was the easiest for me to understand who are drifters and who and how where, how do I become a drifter or when mm -hmm. am I a drifter and have to um, remind myself, yo, this is not good. It's when you when you build up habits and you start letting them fall away again. So pretty much you drift off your course that you already had mm -hmm. and now you're you're onto something 
you're on a mission, you have a passion, you have a purpose, but then friends and drinking and I don't know what comes in and you're drifting off again. So these are the non-drifters who can commit and, to something, right? Correct. And he goes even as far where he says that for drifters, there's something called the law of rhythm. When you're talking about habits, habits is something that we can set up ourselves. I'm actually having here, I gave my girlfriend the, the book, The Power of Habit to Read from Charles Dowick. Really beautiful book. I think we talked about it before, but he talks about habits. Habits being either something very, very good and positive and um, enhancing and advancing in your life, or it can be something that hinders you and that blocks you in your, in your way. And he calls it specifically the law of rhythm. So if you per se have a, um, a thought pattern that you repeat over and over and over again, and that habit of mm -hmm. yours, let's say you, you are being indefinite in your, in your, in your way of or attaining something, that law or that nature will make you go more and more and more into it and feed from that energy more and more the more you commit to it and at a certain point this habit becomes permanent and you're pretty much on what matt talked last time about you you don't know that you know and that's like one of the worst things you don't know what's happening but it's happening automatically to you so what he says in the book the he called the seven principles for outwitting the devil i just want to break them down real quick because they're quite beautiful he he the first thing that he talked about was definiteness of purpose always have a clear purpose and a clear intention what you want in life and why you want to have it why you want to get it and then make a plan an action plan how to achieve it number two mastery over self this is what you talked about you got to learn and to master what comes into your body what comes into your mind and what comes into your spirit and messes with it and you need to know how to dissect and to manage better so mastery mastery over self really important. Number three is learning from adversity. So I, pretty much being able to adapt and knowing that all negative things are only temporary love and um, peace or paradise, as you want to call it, your abundance is, temp uh, is, is infinite. So defeat is only temporary and actually makes you help to grow even further and even become bigger than you were before. Um, And pain is part of the process and it actually gives you a great opportunity for becoming even greater, for taking the greatest lessons out of it. Number four is controlling environmental influences. This is one of your favorites, Felix. Controlling environmental influences, your associations. Who do you spend time with? Who do you listen to? What is your circle of influence? Such, such a So important. Point. Wow. So, so important. This one... He he spends chapters, he, I think he spends like literally 20 pages talking only about the importance of why we need to choose our masterminds precisely. Like this is the reason, bro, why, why you and me, we are still after three, four years now, still spending time together. You're still one of my most called people that I have in my contact list because I know the, you, the person that you are, you are someone positive, you're someone good-minded, you have good intentions in life, you have goals as well, you're ambitious, and I like being around people like that. You know, so this is why I chose my mastermind. You're part of my mastermind group. I have three, four other people as well that are part of my mastermind, mm -hmm. but those are well so and do you, very yeah. wisely chosen. You know, I you shouldn't go about wasting your energy on something that doesn't bring you towards your definite purpose. Big, big thing. And I think it's quite, quite logical that that might happen. So then next principle, number five, actually, is time. Giving permanency to positive rather than negative thought habits and developing wisdom. 
This is an interesting section, and I think we talked about it a couple of episodes before, and I always love how the books that we're reading kind of conclude all the episodes that we talked about before. Even the talk with Matt last time, <laughs> we broke down all of those principles in the last 20 episodes already, which is pretty cool. Um, permanency of positive and negative thought habits. He says, knowledge is not wisdom. And people that confuse knowledge with, with wisdom or pretty much information with wisdom, they are super on the wrong track. Because information is something that we suck in on a daily basis. But this does not produce the wisdom. He, Napoleon Hill asked, like, at what age can someone have tr be, attain true wisdom? And he said, when you're in your 40s. Because we, in our 20s and 30s and even earlier than that, were always trying to micromanage and try to... Um, better off and better out our mistakes and our failures to somehow get the lesson behind our mistakes. So we're not really at that stage yet where we have the wisdom of understanding of, yo, I know what's happening here. So he says, this only comes in your 40s, right? So wisdom is not the same thing as information and knowledge. Then the principle of harmony, the second last. Harmony, acting with definiteness of purpose to become the dominating influence in your own Mental, spiritual, and physical environment. You taking the lead and you taking care that what is happening in your life is according to your highest and most divine plan. Whatever is happening in your life, physically, if you are gaining a little bit of weight, make sure that you know you have everything in, in, in sight and you know, okay, this is good for me, this is not good for me. I don't overindulge in sweet stuff and sugar. I make sure that I, you know, do a walk every couple of days. Just make sure that you master yourself, your body, mind, and spirit. And the last principle, caution. Thinking through your plan before you act. And I think, Felix, you you, prob you probably have like a big part to that too. Because um, I, I see you as someone as well, same same as me. I'm. It, it's been taking me a long time to really understand what it means to think before you act. I'm someone that does the mistake over and over and over again that I act before I think instead of thinking before I act. Um, what, do you, what do you think about that, Felix? Would you consider yourself like someone like that? Or how, how is your opinion or experience on that? Wow, that's a great question. I would say that on some, in some point, at some point, it's, it's good that we have this. So I also, I got better in it. I got better in it and I started to think more before I do things, before I, or just symbolic, before I speak. But it's also symbolic because and sometimes um, you also in business, when you have a, an organization and you're planning, just as an example, you're planning a trip, you're planning a, a giveaway. Um, people can uh, qualify for a leadership retreat. And then now I, I sometimes had these the, the situation that I just started to do it before I thought about everything in detail. So there were some requirements not 100% clear. So people would qualify who mm -hmm. shouldn't really be qualified. Like things like that happen mm -hmm. when you do without thinking. So the more you do it, you learn from it. Next time you don't do it again, very important. Mistakes are awesome if you don't do them again. <laughs> but here's the deal why it's also yes. good and why I, why I see that it's not bad that we are kind of these people. Entrepreneurs are the ones who jump out of the airplane without a parachute and on the way down figure out how they will land safely. 
So we 100%. need to have this curiosity and we need to have also this uh, discoverer um, thing within us where you just go out and do it without thinking too much. I think this combines all of us being entrepreneurs of our own life and taking taking life into our own hands. So there's pros and there's cons, but by the time, if you learn from your mistakes, you get better and better. But it still happens for me too, obviously. But bro, this is such an interesting topic. And you, do you know who I have this conversation, this specific conversation with over and over and over again? You know him as well. And he was one of our first interview guests. And you met, you saw him last time at my place. Okay, Pericles. Because <laughs> <laughs> with this guy, so at this moment, shout out to Pericles when you're listening. Yeah. With this guy, he's we, me and him were like the complete opposites. We're complete opposites in terms of... Yeah, you're logical. very structured. He's super lazy. No, 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 no. Pericles is not lazy. He's a super hard worker. It's just, it's more spontaneous and structured. Those are the correct words. Yeah. I say. He's not lazy. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Lazy. lazy is the wrong word. Spontane yeah, right, right, you're right. Spontaneous and structured. Yeah. So... He's working th and th hard. this is sometimes where we really have cool thoughts together because he's the kind of person, person, you know, I will just go ahead and first and I will just figure everything out on the way. Just, just as you said, right. I am the complete opposite of that. I am someone that can be very spontaneous when I trust the situation. I can be super random and spontaneous when I'm like, all right, like my, my flight insurance is there. You know, I'm, I'm good. Whenever I get kidnapped, I have someone to call. Uh, I got, you know, money on the bank. You know, I, I can afford the flight whatsoever. Like there's kind of the certain level of security I need to be spontaneous, which makes it not really spontaneous again, you know. But when me and him, we got, we've been traveling a lot together and it's super fun how he's the kind of guy that you always have to like look for and you're like, no, 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 no. Don't get, go into this bar. Like there were people inside. Don't go in there. You know, it's like, it's like a little, little, little child. You're guiding it, but you can have so much fun with people like that. So if you're someone that does before you think incredible, just make sure that you have the right strat, the right exit strategy once it doesn't work. Right. Because a lot of times for those people, they get overwhelmed and they get burnouts or they just disappear for a couple of weeks from social media, from everywhere. And, you know, need to disconnect hardly, like really, really harsh. Um, but this is why, where it's interesting to see the differences in people. And I would say what I'm good at is I'm good at strategizing before I do something. But then when it comes to executing, I might not execute as hard as I have thought about it before. Right. So there's this balance that I need to equilibrate in my, in my life. Mm -hmm. Yep. Big, big point. I gotta say. I even see action more important than preparation. A hundred percent. Now think it's a great it's a great great point to think about, and, and there are definitely these two types. You bring it down. I mean, you can leave us leave us leave uh, leave a note in the comments, um, or let us know on Instagram who of the kind of people are you? Are you the one who is jumping out of the airplane and just giving it a try and figuring out how it works on the way down? And through that, learn a, a lot. Like you have to, you have to, you are doing mistakes, so you will, you will really learn it. Or are you the one who prepares, learns, 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 and so you can do many mistakes? Let us know. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm the, I'm, I'm the, the first guy. Um, you maybe are more the second guy. Yes, yeah, that's an interesting point. Yeah. I never thought about it's, that. It's an interest. 
It's an interesting point. Definitely. And I mean, there's nothing about, you know, falling. There's nothing about falling out of a plane uh, without an airplane, like with, without a parachute. It's really, there's adrenaline. It's fun. We can do it. But, but like you said, when you hit the ground without an, without a parachute, you know what it means to hit the bottom and you will try to not do it again. Not try to, not uh, try to not to replicate it again. You know, so this is, this there's is the big lesson who's, of it. Who, 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 There's a guy who survived that. He jumped out of the airplane, I don't know, 8,000, 10,000 feet in the air. I don't know how, how, how high they fly, but uh, he, fl he threw out of the airplane and the parachute wouldn't open. And he was landing oh, no. in something like a bush, like oh, a bush, no. and, and he survived. Just some scratches and everything was fine. Bro, he was he was name was his name was probably Chuck Norris. He was just like stomping the ground when he landed and just, you know, created an earthquake afterwards. Bro, that's insane. Yeah. That's really, really insane. Yeah, but... It is. But overall, overall, it's always a fun thing to talk about failure, to talk about successes, to talk about everything on the way. Um, yeah, and this is why I find, I find it quite incredible to listen to other podcasts as well, because I know we, we too love listening. We have our two favorites that we listen to, but we, we love to check out different stories. And this is why I think we came to the topic of podcasting to inspire people through our own experiences, but getting someone else with us on, on top here to create like a third scenario of possibilities, what they've experienced, what we have, we've experienced. And it's always cool to like find out new things about yourself through the other person speaking. Um, this is why definitely make sure everyone to like listen to all of the interviews that we have before really, really cool guests, really, really cool topics. Um, and yeah, bro, I'm just excited. Actually abundance April. I love how we're playing with the little letters in the front. Huh? I love abundance April, actually one of my favorite mm -hmm. topics. So I'm going to make sure that in one of mm -hmm. the next ones, I'll break down my mm -hmm. entire, uh, daily routine of just like pff, abundance for everyone. That's kind of like on the, on the go and loves listening to like motivational stuff. I'm going to make sure that this month, we're going to, would you say there. you're living in abundance? Um, since abundance is a state in your mind, abundance are is you, a state are you, of mind. Would you say, yes, I would say for myself, yeah. I, as I have defined abundance for myself, I'm living constantly in a state of abundance. For me, abundance is happiness, calmness of mind, and a certain sense of love around me. Like love in a big sense. I have the right people around me, the right love friends. Love helps a lot. Love helps a lot. And love is the, it's a big point on, on the abundance fact. Love is the answer. Love is the answer for everything. You know, if more, if more, pe if more people in this, on this world would love, I don't think we would be looking at, um, you know, wars happening all over the place or mean stuff, stupid people, crazy politicians whatsoever. We wouldn't be having that if the answer would be love. I mean, even the Bob Marley, the great Bob Marley said it, you know, love is the answer. Yeah, bro. It's super cool. I'm, I'm really excited. And I think we should even, if you have, if you have something else to add on, because you've been surfing around in the nice NFT space for the last couple of weeks as well, you've been checking that out a little bit. If you have anything to share in that direction, feel free. Because if not, I would say, bro, we've been having a good 22, 23 minutes already. <laughs> a good 22, 23 minutes already. It's going to be one of the shorter ones. <laughs> what a, bro, what a killer transition. Huh? It's a drastic um, con what a killer transition yeah no but to end to to end uh, the the outbreak the devil talk on um on, and 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 combining it with abundance i i believe when you're living in that state of abundance and you know that also things happen for a reason mm -hmm. and you are um abundant whatever whatever comes um you are um f more fearless 
Mm. You're more fearless and um, yeah, you, you get on. Question, question. Mm-hmm. Are, you afraid of, are you afraid of death? Actually, I asked myself this question just two days ago. Or are you, or I, are you afraid of, no. or are you afraid of dying? No, I'm not. And if you would ask me if I want to live forever, I would maybe, t- I would probably tell you no, because what is life, and how would you appreciate every single day? You get to get on this earth. You get to wake up on this on this earth. If you know that there's no end. If there's no end, would you enjoy today as much as you would if you know there is an end? I think you would enjoy today much, much more if you would know that you would have a limited amount of days because you would yes. value your time even more. Yes. So what is life if you have no ending? There would also be probably people who would, who would like, I don't know, offend me right now in the comments. <laughs> I don't know. But... Um, Because I asked myself this question, I will now say, no, I'm not. Because it's part of it. And mm. I, might, I might live again. My soul, not my, not, my, not my body, not my physical plane. The physical plane. Um, mm-hmm. But I would, I would, I would, I don't know, maybe I wake up as a dog and I'm living the greatest life you can live because I think <laughs> dogs have a pretty, pretty nice life. Uh, yes, man. Dogs definitely have a good life. I mean, cats, <laughs> actually, cats too. I want to get back to the topic of fear, but bro, cats or a dog, what would you prefer to be in in your next life if you would get the chance? Um, I would, I like to spend time outside. So I would, uh, I would rather be a dog. Bro, but if you're a cat and you're living close to nature, you can just go whenever you want to. Dogs always need to ask for permission. That's right. Huh? That's right. Huh? independence and cats are very independent as well you know what talking about fearless and talking about cats there are so many people living in this world um and 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 i don't know walking around and seems like they think there are cats you know why because they're walking around doing nothing about their life like they're living eight of them sheesh somebody's firing shots over here (laughs) yeah pretty much yes and i know i'm not a cat (laughs) so in this experience, I have one life to live, and I'm going to make everything out of it. Boom. And yes, I might, I might, I don't know, rebirth after being in the waiting room for some time. <laughs> um, after you've had your um, and you know, nice... And you don't know what you wake up in. After you had your nice little uh, Metropolitans or um, uh, Cos- Cosmopolitans or, uh, you know, like Gin Tonics with LeBron, like uh, Kobe Bryant and all the other stars yeah. that are still out there chilling, you know. Yeah, bro, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, I had actually had this conversation about death. It's funny that you brought it up. Um, I had it two days ago with with the miss over here, and uh, I asked her, "Are uh-huh. you are you afraid of death or are you afraid of dying?" Because you know, a lot What of did people. Did she reply? Because I explained to her, I personally, I am not afraid of death itself. I'm maybe just afraid of the process of dying. You know what I mean? Because depending upon how you die, that might be painful. Just imagine, I don't know, there are the most horrific scenarios of somebody, someone's, someone dying. Um, you could drown, you could whatever. If it's quick, okay, but sometimes it takes a little bit longer. You know, like for example, part one part family member of mine, it took him several days, weeks until he died, right? And he was in a hospital, he was being drugged, like with all kinds of drugs. That's not a nice mm. death, you know what I mean? Um so I'm more afraid of the f- part of dying rather than the part of death itself. 
because you know it will just continue. And do you think you're going to be re rebirth? Ooh, if I are you going to be if I pay all my dues in this life and if I make sure to clear out most of the karma of mine and the past lives, which is a big part of my mission here, and if I get to do a lot of good in the world, yes. Then I'll yeah. get to, no. Then I don't get to Did relive. You have some... I'll get to transcend one level higher. Not, not back in the oh three, wow. We're getting three, deep third over dimension, here. Third and fourth dimension over here. So, so some there's there are two types of people now. Again, there's one type of people who's now going to quit the episode and is going to be like, okay, stop. This is not this is not my stuff. Like they're going too deep. And there are the second types of people who are getting their their headphones right now, plugging them in and really getting into this episode. <laughs> Talking so, about transcending. And um, let me let me tell you, if you're one of the second types of people, you're the real ones. You're the real Ooh. ones. I mean, the other ones, the other <laughs> ones left anyway right now. So you can say whatever you want. I mean, if the other ones went through, 30, if the other ones went through 37 sessions or 37 episodes of us talking like this and now have a problem with it, well, <laughs> y'all free, y'all free to go to someone else. No, I'm just joking. Okay. But no, but we, we, we question. We, yeah, tell me. Question. Um, so you're saying you have a lot of karma to pay, uh, to pay back. Um, Have you been a bad guy in the in the past life? Or Bro, what? we all have. There is not a single person in this life that has not had wow, a little getting bit interesting here. A little bit of karma, at least from our past life, that he has to pay. If you think if you think about it, if you think about the constellation like this, I this is personally again disclaimer. This is my belief. This is how I see certain things in life. This doesn't have to be your opinion, your perception of it, and that's totally fine because. Perception is reality, how you perceive your world, that's how your reality is, how I perceive mine, that's how my reality is. I personally believe that every single person that is very close to us in our life has some kind of past life relation with us. So your parents have a certain kind of relation in one of your past lives. The girlfriend that you're having now and that you're actually been together with and that you're soul mating with, it that's that's someone that you definitely had a strong connection with in a past life. Maybe it was you were the The small sister and she was the big brother. Maybe it was your mother, your father. You know, there's always a certain kind of constellation of people that are being put into our life hmm. over and over and over again. Fun fact, how do I know this? My mom, me and my mom, we actually had to talk about that. My mom is spiritual for the past 15 years. Uh, she's been, you know, has a Reiki, 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 a Reiki degree. She always has a good friend that she talks to about this stuff um, as well into Tarot a little bit. And she told me, actually, you know what? I was, I think it was... 16, 17, she told me, you know what? I know that we know each other already much, much longer than you think that we know each other. And she's once wow. got told in a reading that... Imagine your mother opening up a conversation like this. No, but I mean, you know my mother. My mother is really cool. But she told me as well that we used to be connected yeah, yeah. in a past life. And the relationship that me and my mom have in this life reflect the relationship that we had in the life before because she was actually um, my smaller sister and I was her bigger brother taking care of her. And she sometimes made my life not so easy. So I had to struggle and deal with that. And as karma to her, she is my mother in this life needing to, you know, take care of me, watch over me instead of making life hell for me. On the, on, on the other side, I have that feeling of like always me needing to protect her. So there's like this instinct inside of me. Of course, some people can call this humbug. Um, could be, but I personally believe in that. I believe that ah. everyone, everyone in our life that is close to us and stays has some sort of connection in a past life and there's karma to be paid. 
Like if you're having a shit relationship with your parents, there's probably either karma from their side or from your side that you will have to pay and actually clear the cycle. If you don't break the cycle and if you continue the pattern, if you continue the pattern, if someone that kills someone in this life is very, very possible that he killed someone in the previous life as well and he didn't break the cycle. So in the next life, he will have to repeat and repeat and repeat until he clears that karmic slate, that part. Right? So everything that you're doing right now that you think are bad habits of yours are bad habits that have probably always been there or have been there in past lives. And it's your part to break them because to ascend and to clear all the karmic debt that you have to pay, you have to become pure. You have to wash yourself off ah, of your sins. Karmic debt. You, have karmic to, debt. you have to wash yourself out of your sins and you have to confront your darkest and deepest secrets. That's the and way. what is going to happen then? What's going to so happen what can then? I, what can I expect then? If I want to, do I want to be back on this earth? Or no. Do I want to? If if you clear, if you clear all of your karmic, like if you clear clear all of your karmic depth, imagine you are a feather. Okay. Imagine you are a feather, and every yeah. everything that you do badly in this or in any life that you live on this three dimensional plane, three dimensional meaning the third dimension, fourth dimension meaning time, time and space dimensions and light. Um, if you're living in this three-dimensional plane with the fourth dimension, time and space, and you're doing something bad, this feather will get a little sack of a little rice corn that gets stuck to it. And the more things you do, the heavier the feather gets and the less it can actually drift off to the higher planes mm -hmm. of existence, to light, to okay. the fifth dimension, which is pure light, to the sixth, and so on and so on. But if you cut loose those cords and you get rid of those sand corns that are close to you, you're actually making yourself lighter and lighter and lighter and lighter until you start ascending, until everything that your body radiates is pure love and light. But now comes the okay. quintessence. Now comes the quintessence. I quickly have to add that on. Light is not possible or has no existence without the presence of darkness. Something got created out of nothing, but nothing is not possible to exist without something. If that makes sense, that's a little bit confusing, but you need to, in order to become light, you need to go through the darkness. This is why this life is your life of cleaning up all of the dark shit inside of you. If you have trauma, why do you know that? Why Aren't do I there know also that? people, there must be people who came into this life in 20, living around the, this century like we live in. And have not lived a life before and karm karmic debt, or is everybody um, another time in this world? See, the, these these are questions. These are questions that are based Does on Sadhguru. No, it's <sighs> probably, but you know, you know how Sadhguru gained his wisdom, right? Sadhguru just sat and contemplated about questions that came up for many, many years over. He sat in silence and asked himself questions about his existence and about life. And it was not books that taught him the answers. It was some part of him that opened up and knowledge and information all of a sudden came through, right? This is why what he's, what he's talking is pretty much after years of experience with himself. So you already know all the answers that you need to know. You know if you've been here in a life before or not, right? You know what kind of roots you have or not. You already know it. I mean, if, if you think that life is just there to, you know, wake up one day, open your eyes, screaming as a little toddler, you get, you know, first 
some milk from your mother and then milk from a bottle. You're growing up, you're starting to walk, you're starting to talk, you're going to school, you have, get friends, get your first girlfriend, get happy, um, finish school, go to university, finish university, start working, work until you're 64, retire, probably get diabetes or some kind of cancer because of your malnutrition and then you die at the age of 75. If, that's you, if, that's, if you think that's the real purpose of life, I think you're missing something out, to be very honest with you. You know what I mean? It's just how we know it. It's just how we don't know anything else. Um, as we couldn't imagine that people putting, people paying $69 million dollars for an NFT. <laughs> Bro, let's not uh, as we that, now it's imaginable. Uh, I, would, I would like to um, witness the sixth dimension where everything is out of light. Uh, because fifth, fifth. It's a fifth, okay. Yeah. And I would like to see that because I already feel pretty, pretty cool in this world. Like, it's pretty nice. It's, it's, a, it's, you, it's, it's a good experience, but it must be much nicer up there. If this is, if this is where you are, um, like, I don't know, we are, like, still here because we didn't learn something. It's still redemption. Mm. Have you ever seen the third part of Pirates of the Caribbean? Nope. I have... Never really movie. Okay, so Im Im imagine imagine this like Pirates of the Caribbean, one of my favorites. Listen to this. So Captain Jack Sparrow, you know Johnny Depp, great character. He in the he in the second part, um, he dies. Right. Spoiler for everyone that hasn't seen Pirates of the Caribbean. He gets eaten by a kraken, and his crew, his friends, in order to save him, needs to travel to the end of the world. Mm. Over the cliff at the end of the world. There's finally speaking like a cliff just like signifying mm -hmm. the end of the world. And mm -hmm. they need to go beyond there. They find themselves in silent waters. And then when night becomes day, you know, as above, so below, then all of a sudden they get to another plane. So literally you are, and now this is where I'm taking the, the analogy from, the, the, the analogy or metaphor, analogy, I think, analogy from, is that you are the captain of your own ship, the master of your fate. And if you want to travel you know, or if you want to ascend to a higher realm, to a higher state of being, to your highest state of being, you need to become a master of sailing towards the horizon to the end. And when you get to that end, you know, you get washed off all of your sins and you realize that actually light and darkness are one and the same and has been, have been always. Good and bad have always been the same. Light or the sun and the moon, you know, they're opposites, but they wouldn't work without each other you know, True. polarity. And then when you realize that everything that you've done so far has been going or you've been controlling your fate, then all of a sudden you realize, hey, this is what I have to do to ascend. You know, this is what I have Makes to do sense. to shed all of the, the ballast. Man, I gotta say, I see and I feel that this is a topic. This is a topic of Tim. I see that. Uh, you're kind of passionate to talk about stuff like that, right? Bro, I've been, am, I, I'm, I'm am I seeing it right? This is one of my favorite discussion topics ever. And if we should talk about this more often, like this this podcast, this platform is for conscious conscious entrepreneurs. And I love bringing in that entrepreneurial side plus the conscious side and what you just talked about these principles the hermetic laws the what also matt gribbly talked about in our episode um about um the the higher faculties getting to know more about the dimensions and 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 light and dark and like this is this is amazing we talk about that more often we're now 42 minutes in i would say for today we close it off if you don't have any more to add mm -hmm. 
<laughs> hey, bro, that was my sentence 14 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes. No, so I have nothing more to say, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I've had, I've had my, I've had my fun in this episode, bro. It's always super, super fun to be talking to you on the boys only that. episodes. And guys, make sure if you haven't yet, make sure to tune in and become a follower and listener of our What the Passion podcast on iTunes and Spotify. Become part of our What the Passion family on Instagram. And Felix, make sure to subscribe. Thank you all for listening. Have a good evening. Make sure peace out. Yeah. Peace out, guys. We love your support. We appreciate everybody. And uh, we're on to something. Peace.